You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Siren sounds, Norse fans. The wait is over. Well done. Well done, little manly. On SEN, it's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus. With Mark Braybrook. On this Saturday morning, thanks very much for your company. It is preliminary final day. There are four teams left, but after this afternoon, there shall be two. At 1.05 this afternoon at Bishop Park, it's the Norse Devils taking on the Sunshine Coast Falcons. That's fourth versus second. And the winner of that straight through to the grand final. And they'll play either the Redcliffe Dolphins or the Burley Bears. The match you'll hear on SEN with myself and Ryan Hanson. Three o'clock we're on air. Kickoff there is at 10 minutes past three. So we've got the top four teams after the minor premiership doing battle to go through to the grand final and win the premiership. It is either going to be the Bears who finish first, the Falcons second, the Dolphins third, or the Devils fourth. But it's fair to say the Falcons and the Bears have done it the hard way after losing in the first week, and the Devils and the Dolphins have had the week off. Dave Maiden, as he has each and every week on the Host Plus Cup Show, joins me for a chat. Dave, good morning to you. Um, it's a big day. Yeah, good morning, Mark. It's, uh, it's a fantastic day. I love this finals footy. It's what we're all about and what we all enjoy and, and the culmination of a lot of hard work, you know, that starts back in November of the previous year. So we love this and really looking forward to the weekend's games. Well, firstly, how are you going to get from to see both? Are you able to, Where are you going this afternoon? What are you doing? Uh, what I'll be doing is I'll be starting off at Bishop Park there, watching the Hastings during Colts and then into the Host Plus Cup. And then uh, depending on the results, <laughs> I'll sneak off and uh, head out straight out to, out to Redcliffe and, and watch both games out there. So it's... Uh, it's a cracking day of footy here and, and uh, really looking forward to it. Well, yeah, I suppose we're lucky, aren't we, that Bishop Park is not too far from uh, from Redcliffe, so you'll be able to get on the gateway there and get out as soon as possible. Don't forget, you can listen to myself and Ryan on the way if you're running a little bit late. Um, <laughs> we should really start, I suppose. Start at the end rather than the beginning. I don't know that I've seen a game like I saw between the Falcons and Tweed Seagulls. I had a chat with Nathan Cross earlier in the week just to see how he was going. I don't know how the Falcons got out of jail and I don't know how Tweed lost it. No, well, it's funny. I've, I've seen two two games like that in the, uh, this year's final series, obviously the week before when the Northern Pride were 22-0 up. Uh, then they get got run down by the Capras. And then the, then last week where, where by the Falcons... Uh, were slow out of the gates, but came home with a wet sail. So, you know, it's, it's really good football that's winning clubs these games. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing what we've seen. It's quality football across the park. Um, and there'd be some heartbreak from those teams that have let an opportunity slip. Yeah, the Falcons were really slow. And I'll speak with Craig Inger-Britson a little bit later, who's coaching the West Panthers in the Brisbane Rugby League Grand Final with his son, Ty, who has oodles of uh, Q Cup experience about... 
what sort of a mindset that well, that put the Falcons in because they looked like they were going out the back door in straight sets and now they find themselves with a chance to get in the grand final. It could be that the Falcons, um, that little flick may have been switched by almost being out. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, who knows? Who knows how it affects their mindset and their psyche and uh, you know, that's, that's finals footy. Yeah. It's, uh, we've, like I said, we've seen it two weeks in a row here now, so it is a tough way to go about it. Uh, but, you know, clubs need that bit of a break, that week's break uh, for those teams on top of uh, are really important, you know, for them. So just to refresh and recharge and get themselves right and ready mm. for that last couple of weeks run. So yeah. doing it the hard way. Uh, you know, the Panthers did it last year and the Penrith Panthers did it last year in the NRL. But, uh, you know, this year the, the Falcons are gonna have, and Burley are going to have to do it the same way. Yeah, uh, you saw Burley. I didn't get the chance to see Burley because I was calling the Cowboys in Cronulla and getting ready for that. Um, but I was watching the scores come through. Um, your thoughts on Burley's performance? They, you know, the scoreline suggests they were back to what we know Burley can produce. Oh, look, tight match. It was a tight match, the 60, 70 minute mark, and then they uh, that Burley sort of seemed to click. So whether they've got a, a revised and refreshed approach and a renewed. Uh, you know, confidence that comes from that because they've they've been struggling, but duly mainly due to the loss of players and injuries and, mm. and and being decimated across the park, and they're slowly returning to them. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they go, how they rebound this week. Uh, they're up against a very tough Redcliffe side who have been performing exceptionally well for the last two months. So uh, we got some cracking semi-finals for us. And I think Burley uh, would have loved to have had that week off, which they weren't able to get because, as you mentioned, they've had so many injuries. And they do take on a Dolphins side. They're playing at home at Redcliffe and they're playing with plenty of confidence because, uh, you know, they've won, they've strung so many together. They are finding form, a little bit like Norths as well, Dave, finding form at the right time of the year. Yeah, exactly right. You know, uh, Redcliffe, I, I saw them play about a month ago against uh, the Northern Pride and they were brutal. Their line speed was exceptional. Their contact was exceptional. Their carries were exceptional. So, and I thought they were going to be a very hard side to stop you know, but the same token, so was Norse. Norse have uh, had that period where they, they didn't get the results they probably wanted, but the last month they've been performing really well. And, you know, got over the top of early in week one, which gave them the rest. So, so they're really uh, refreshed and ready to go. And, and you know, Norse and Redcliffe are really in prime positions this week, weekend uh, to, to progress through to the grand finals. But uh, I can't pick a winner. It's a tough one. There's some quality football out there, and, and I'm really looking forward to this afternoon. Yeah, you can't underestimate what Norse have achieved here. As defending champions, that in itself is hard enough to come back and, and put yourself in the position to make it back-to-back. But, you know, when Rowan Smith left for Leeds earlier in the year and, you know, the joint coaches took over, there was a little bit of a hiccup. But now to find themselves where they are, all credit to that club. And we'll speak with Troy Ravelli um, a little bit later in the program. I have nothing for admiration of what the Devils have been able to achieve as defending premiers. No, that's uh, that's exactly right. You know, there was always going to be a smart people when they lost Rowan Smith. who'd given them stability over four or five years. Um, you know, but then the, the co-coaches Ben and Kevin sort of came in and picked up the reins. And, and there was always going to be a period of transition there, where you know, getting used to new voices, new tra- new systems, um, new players, new combinations. So, uh, so exactly that happened. You know, they had ups and downs there, but they've certainly gel towards the back end of the year and they're performing really well you know they lost a lot of players the back end of last year too in terms of getting them getting promoted to to other systems and and, and our old clubs so, so it is a fantastic effort from Norse and, and they deserve to be where they are 
I'll let you sit on the fence because I, I can't split them either. Two cracking games this afternoon. Norths, uh, they start with the, the game against uh, the Sunny Coast and then we finish at Redcliffe with the game between the Dolphins and the Burley Bears. As I mentioned, that game from 3 o'clock here on SEN with myself and Ryan Hanson. But that's not the only footy, Dave, because we've got the uh, Hastings Deering Colts also at the preliminary final stage. So at 11 o'clock before... Uh, the Devils and the Falcons. It's Townsville up against Wyndham Manley. And then after Redcliffe and Burley, it's the Capras up against Redcliffe. So take us through those two games. Oh, look, this uh, Townsville-Wyndham game is, is going to be a tough one. You know, they were, the, the only thing that split them was points differential and top of the table. So they've performed really well and consistently across the year. Wyndham seemed to hit their strides last week. And with the inclusion of Max Plath there, they've really come along in leaps and bounds. And, you know, they've got a, got a, a cup player there who's, who's brought that heap of experience that he's had this year back to, back to the Hastings Deer and Colts. And, and, um, but your Townsville, they're, they're a really tough side. And they're, they've got a great young kids in there, a lot of Cowboys contracted kids. Um, it's, this, this is going to be a cracker. Um, and it'll be whoever hangs on to the footy because the 21s, that seems to be the way their defensive <laughs> units are pretty good. They're working well. It's the errors that are going to cost these teams. And so... So whoever, whoever performs and completes their sets better, they will win the game. Simple as that. And what about the Capras and the Dolphins? It's been a terrific year for the Capras as a club, even though the uh, Host Bus Cup side beaten last weekend. Um, their women's team, their Host Plus Cup team have had great years, and now the Colts, uh, the uh, Hastings Deering Colts, have got a chance to go through to the grand final. Yeah, look, I was lucky enough to be up in Rockhampton a couple of weeks ago when they played Wynnum in that uh, week one of the finals. And their style of footy is a real credit to the club and the coaches, coaching staff. So they played a great, expansive game of footy, but they laid the platform earlier. Their defensive structures are good. Uh, they look good across the park. They're a whole heap of workers. They're all, you know, central Queensland kids and that are just local boys having a crack. And uh, that's exactly what our competition's about. So, so they're, they're having a really, real red-hot crack this year. Um, they're coming up against a... a a very, very strong Redcliffe side. Um, they've got the inclusion of the Warriors players there as well, so they've got, uh, got quite, quite a few um, Warriors contracted players in that. Um, but, you know, there's some, so this is a cracking game. Another one that, again, retention, ball retention, uh, capacity to build pressure, that is what's going to win these games in the, in the 21s, in the Hastings during Colts. And, and I, I'm happy to say I can't pick a winner out of any of the four games that happened this weekend. <laughs> I just can't wait to get down to the footy fan. I just well, that's all I want to do. Uh, I just good, want to get there and watch the footy. Good stuff, mate. Now, are you are you allowed to go to Winham as Cougarai on Sunday to watch the VRL Grand Final, the West Panthers up against uh, Winham Manly Juniors? Because we're going to speak to Craig Ingebrigtsen uh, a little bit later in the program. I just think it's a wonderful story. Being an old West Panthers man myself, um, I got a little bit of a soft spot there, but uh, they've had a terrific year, undefeated into the grand final, and Craig has done wonderful things throughout his career. Now he has the chance to to win a premiership with the, the club he joined as a, as a kid. Yeah, look, I, I'm looking forward to this. So I'm actually taking my wife on a date. So I said, uh, would you like to go to the footy? We're going to uh, go to watch the BRL finals. So uh, I'm lucky that she loves it just as much as I do. So so yes, we'll be out there uh, all day Saturday. I'll be at the footy and then all day Sunday I'll be at the footy. So uh, I'll get my fix in before the end of the season because uh, about week two after the after the season's finished, I go, well, what am I going to do now? So uh, I'm going to make the most of it while I can because it's quality footy at this time of year. Absolutely. And uh, good luck to the Panthers, I can say that. Mate, great to chat. I might see you out at Redcliffe this afternoon then. No worries, mate.
Talk Good to on you, mate. Dave Maiden from the QRL as we preview this afternoon's preliminary finals here on the Host Plus Cup Show. We'll take a break. Other side of the break, we'll come back and speak with the CEO of the North Devils, Troy Ravelli. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Yeah, welcome back to the Host Plus Cup Show on this Saturday morning. Nice to have your company. A couple of massive matches this afternoon because a grand final spot awaits either the North Devils and the Sunshine Coast Falcons in the first match or the Redcliffe Dolphins and the, the Burley Bears in the second. That's the match I'll be at this afternoon at Dolphin Stadium from uh, 3 o'clock. We're on air looking forward to that. But before that, the Devils, the defending premiers, take on the Falcons. Their CEO, Troy Ravelli, is joining me now on what is no doubt a very busy day for him. Troy, thanks very much for your time this morning. Um, uh, how has the week been and, and the week off? Uh, the week off uh, was always... Sometimes momentum is is the way to go, but you know certainly for us, um, the week off was uh, pretty good. We you know we were a bit better than bruised. It was a tough encounter against Burley, and um, you know we've we're, uh, we've enjoyed the week off, uh, a good lead up, and uh, we're looking forward to the challenge today. Is it fair to say you're finding form at the right time? Well, yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, but uh, you know, rugby league has a way of um, you know the, it, it goes in in waves. I think, and all clubs go through it. I mean, we're, we're not different than any other club. We went through a period of six to eight weeks where we were really injured, and we carried you know two outside backs on the bench for a period of time. So uh, we've come through the other side of that. Just about every player is available. We're about ninety percent, but again, um, you know, we're, we're not crying poor about that. Every club goes through it, I think, and uh, the clubs that have got the best depth seem to um, you know, come through at the end of the year. It was a testing time, the, the, that period you were talking about. Uh, I would imagine that it would have felt like it, at that particular time of the season, uh, the finish line was so far away and whether or not you'd be able to pick yourselves up and get there. Yeah, correct. Um, you know, like, a, uh, again, um, you know, like it's, it's rugby league's a great level, I think, mm. you know, for everyone. Um, you know, we're losing uh, our head coach over the league, which is, which is all a positive for our club and a number of players gaining uh, either NRL or Super League contracts uh, certainly had its bearing uh, in and around that. But uh, the players were here. We're more than confident, you know, with, with what we had and the depth we had. But um, Mind you, um, you know the depth wasn't as deep uh, as as we normally have it, and the, the guys that have stepped up have have done a tremendous job. You know, we, we're we're really proud of the efforts and where we've landed uh, to this point. Have you noticed a change in intensity in the last, say, three four weeks? Well, oh, certainly. I mean, that's uh, what it's about. You know, the business yep. end. Um, you know, you don't win premierships in uh, in March. I mean, uh, you know, they're they're the building blocks when you when you go through. Uh, it's a great resilient game, and um, you know I think uh, you know the sides that are where they are right now. Uh, you know, Burley have been outstanding. You know, throughout the year, um, they're just so quick and uh, play. You know, with an intensity uh, above the others, and they were the leader of the pack. But again, when it comes down to uh, the, the tough games, um, you know, it was a really tough. Uh, in Canada down there and if you remember when we played them down there and the first part of the season we got beat by 60 so yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, certainly a big turnaround uh, for us but um, yeah, they're, they're a good side Redcliffe again is another side that's come good at the right end of the season uh, Sunny Coast have always been thereabouts I mean um, you know they're uh, well coached and you know got a good team so I think the, the final four is um, 
you know, where we're at. It's, it's going to be a really interesting day today. Yeah, certainly. And I was only thinking during the week too, mate, that uh, it's the top four at the end of the season that have got through. And we've lost those teams seven and eight in the first week, five and six, etc. It's funny how that's worked out. Um, and with regards to the home ground advantage this afternoon, uh, how important is that at this time of year as well to be playing at Bishop Park? Oh, like it's, you know, the, um, last year, if, if you remember, we went to, um, it was late and we went to to uh, the uh, traditional home of rugby league in Queensland. We ended up at Suncorp Stadium and mm. and that was a magic day. But, um, you know, we, we had a, a, a um, stadium full of people, but there's nothing like, you know, Bishop Park uh, at this point. Generally, traditionally, uh, Bishop Park's great on a Sunday half, but uh, it's going to be Saturday half this week and we're not complaining, so we're... We're really happy to to be at home and uh, up there in the Canberra and be in song and hopefully you know we can put on a, a great performance for our supporters. Yeah, and the sunny coast I would think would be smarting and and maybe a sense of relief and a, a devil may care, pardon the pun, attitude to take on North this <laughs> afternoon after, mate. When you're down twenty four nil in a semi final, it's very rare to come back and win, isn't it? <laughs> well, that, again, that just shows you the quality of the team. Um, you know, they, they were, uh, i got to tell you, I was sitting at home and um, I had to go and act like a normal person and go and have lunch with my family. So I, I had it off at 24-0 and then got a text from uh, the CEO up there, Chris Fallon, and he's saying, hey, Ravs, um, what time are we playing and what day? And I've gone, oh, OK, I better check the score. <laughs> and 26-24, so again, I watched the replay, obviously, and uh, and again, you know, full credit to them. I mean, um, you know that they uh, they're, they're they're a calm bunch. They're, they're a they're a great footy team, and they just showed you know the calm and the storm really. And um, you know that's that's a sign of of a, of a great organisation. So we're going to be in front. We know that, and uh, I'm glad to be playing at, at Bishop Park to uh, to answer the question fully. Yeah, absolutely, and and look, it's remarkable. I was speaking to Paul Nathan Cross, who's part of the SEN commentary team as well, and assistant coach there at Tweed, and. I left it to the end of the week to ring him and have a chat. And I said, made that try just before half time. It's, it's funny how little things in games, even though it was 24 points, a lift, what a try, what points can do just before a break for both sides. Uh, that team chasing and that team in front starts hearing the footsteps, don't they? Oh, well, they do. And um, again, you know, like good footy teams um, will be confident. You know, they'll mm. build off that. You know, so they, the mentality is if we get one, we'll get two. And if we get two, we'll get three, you know. So, um, and, and that's sort of stemmed in their game. They just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. And, you know, Sunny Coast has got their own identity, but that's a that's a Melbourne trait too, you know, over yeah. a long period yep. of time. And, you know, I mean, you know, Melbourne have, have fell by this year, but I mean, over the last 10 years, they've been the most dominant force in, in rugby league in Australia, you know, over that period. And, mm. and that's the way they play. I mean, they, they, they back their confidence. You know, they know that when it's in a, in a fight, that they're going to be right down to the wire. So, And that showed, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, we're going to be at it. We, need, we will need to be at our best. Yeah, absolutely. No question uh, that that storm mentality runs through that uh, Sunshine Coast Falcon squad. You mentioned at the start of the chat, mate, uh, the year you've had uh, as defending premiers and then losing uh, Rowan Smith. I was there at uh, North Ippy Reserve calling that match, his last game in charge of, uh, or before making of the Devils uh, before heading to England. Um, and then you've made the announcement in recent weeks about the new coach for 2023. And um, it would imagine to a point Dave Elliott 
um, there would have been a number of people that would have applied for the job. Give us a little insight as to why the Devils have decided that Dave Elliott is going to be their head coach for the next two years. Um, you know, for us, I mean, the applicants were, were solid. I mean, it was a it was a really, really, really tough decision. I mean, the guys that that are here that stepped up to the plate and stepped into the role have done an amazing job. Um, you know, the board followers, the, the guys can coach. I mean, all all the guys that that applied uh, could could coach. We felt that Dave was a really good fit um, f- for us uh, and the direction and the change of direction that we wanted to make. Um, you know, at the Devils uh, for the next couple of years. Um, you know, Rowan came into uh, North Devils and, and um, you know, the, it's been a solid club. You know, for, we're 90 years old too next year, by the way. And, um, you know, it's been a solid club for a long time, but there was a period there that, that we weren't so solid. And, um, you know, Rowan came in and, and did an amazing job, you know, starting from, um, you know, Salad Dwellers and, and going into a final period and then uh, getting to to the big uh, gong last year uh, but given that that it, it's time to on the next evolution and we felt that Dave was the person to do that for us so uh, he's originally you know from uh, he's a south east Queensland person by uh, you know he's born and bred down this way so mm. it, it wasn't new to the people that know him um, a lot of people think he was born and bred in North Queensland he's been up there for 15 years but uh, to be honest he expressed a desire to be in a full-time coaching role get back closer to his uh, family and um, also, um, you know, he has a desire to get into the NRL. So, um, you know, all of that put together, we thought we could uh, accommodate each other. So we're pretty pleased. Oh, good stuff. And, and added to that, I suppose, there was a, there's a number of clubs that have appointed uh, Matt Church as going to the Tigers and there's new coaches everywhere. The Cutters will be looking for a coach and uh, PNG Hunters. Did that, uh, Carmichael Hunt at South Logan, just trying to remember a few off the top of my head, did that put any more pressure on you as a CEO, knowing that there were so many vacancies and the fact that if you dawdled, you may miss out on the person you wanted? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, some of those guys were in the mix for us, you know, as well. And, um, you know, Redcliffe also, you know, at the uh, Q Cup level were um, looking for a coach as well. And so there was a number one uh, cutters have appointed internally. There's a young bloke up there, Michael Comfort, I think he'll do a tremendous uh, job and he's moved on up there but ab- absolutely I mean um, you know we, we just had to get the right fit for us and that wasn't about um, you know profile or anything I mean profile's always not too bad but at the end of the day you want a, some someone that's going to enhance your program and um, mm. you know bring what they bring to your program so yeah no uh, but again we didn't want to make a rash decision either you know like in the end I think um, we need to think about that and um, you know those decisions have a, a way of finding their own feet, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, if it works out, you rush into something, then then it could be, um, you know, fraught with danger. So, we're, yeah, we're pretty pleased. Mate, thanks so much for your time on game day. Really appreciate it. And good luck this afternoon. You're the first match. And then the boys can sit back, fingers crossed, hopefully in the rooms afterwards and uh, get the scores coming through from uh, Dolphin Stadium and uh, uh, another grand final appearances on the cards. Good luck. Well, let's hope so, mate. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll be out there trying, that's for sure. Good on you, mate. Troy Ravelli there, who is the CEO of the Norse Devils, who uh, in a few hours from now take to Bishop Park to take on the Sunshine Coast Falcons to see which club will be first into the Host Plus Cup Grand Final for 2022. A break and back with more. Other side of the break, we'll speak to Ryan Hansen, who'll join me in the commentary box this afternoon at Redcliffe, former Sunshine Coast player himself, to get his thoughts on that game and also the Dolphins and the Burley Bears on this Saturday morning, the Host Plus Cup Show.
We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Yeah, Saturday morning, while it's preliminary final day today in the Host Plus Cup, tomorrow we've got the Brisbane Rugby League Grand Finals. Now, regular listeners to the Host Plus Cup show throughout the year will know that we do a a statewide wrap, and we start with the Brisbane Rugby League, and all throughout this year, we've been following the West Panthers. Well, I have anyway, after having uh, spent a season or two there as a coach uh, many, many years ago, um, to see how the mighty West Panthers are doing, and they were continually undefeated. Well, they're through to the grand final tomorrow at Wynnum, where they take on Wynnum Manly Juniors. And they've got uh, a coaching duo in charge. Craig and Ty Ingebrigtsen are the uh, co-coaches, and I thought we should speak to at least one of them. So we've got Craig on the line today to talk about the mighty West Panthers heading into the BRL grand final tomorrow at Wynnum. Craig, thanks very much for your time, mate. Congratulations on what has been an outstanding season so far. Yeah, thanks, Mark. It's um, obviously a historic club and we've uh, really enjoyed the season so far, but we've got a job to do tomorrow and um, it's a very important job, obviously. Yeah, you've had uh, over 150 games at Q Cup level. How did you end up at the West Panthers? Uh, West Panthers was my original club. I first played my footy there in um, 1972 as a as a young six-year-old and, and um, I've always had an affinity with the club. Um, Won a few premierships there in Colts and Fogs Reserve grade back in 08, 09. Um, and then went on to McHugh Cup career and um, always said I would come back. And it's a pleasure to come back and coach at this club. There's such a lot of history here. Yeah, uh, particularly at Pertall Park. I tell the story, you know, when I was there coaching the under-16s, you, you go into those dressing rooms and the, the coat hooks have got the names of those Panthers that have represented Australia. So you just, even those little things, you look around and go, wow, this is, uh, this is some sort of club. Yeah, it is. It's a um, fantastic organisation, um, always built on the mud and blood. And, um, mm. you know, we, we certainly hold that uh, very high in regard to what we do these days. And Jeffrey's still running around the place. Um, he was at training again all week this week. So um, he's been there a long time. He's an ornament in our organisation as well. Yeah, terrific stuff. Now, to the serious things about tomorrow, um, counts for nothing, doesn't it, really? The fact that you've gone through the season undefeated so far, it's, it's all down to one game, isn't it? Yeah, it's down to 80 minutes, Mark, to be honest. And, um, you know, uh, funny things can happen in rugby league. So um, we're working really hard. We know Wynnum are a quality organisation like ourselves. And we know that if we turn up with the right attitude, we'll go a long way to getting getting the rewards. But if we don't, well, they'll, uh, they'll get us. So we've got to be very careful and be on our game. What's been the key this year? Why have you had such a successful year? Uh, we've played a lot of different footy compared to everyone else. We're not playing the same block-to-block footy like everyone else is. We're... Their halves are in front of the ball, so we're giving ourselves an opportunity to have our best players touch the ball more than anyone else, um, and that's been sort of the difference with us. We play with a lot of width. Um, we like to make sure that we play as entertaining footy as we can, um, give our guys the opportunity to express their skills. So, yeah, we've moved a lot of sides around, and hopefully we don't go into our shell on, on the biggest day of the year. Great. What's the what's the um, the the uh, what are the Panthers trying to do now? Of course, they're not in the Q Cup, but you've got this side in the BRL. What sort of players are you attracting? And, and are you trying to develop players for future or is it for players that uh, just want to come back and ha- have a, a game of footy? It's a bit of both, to be honest, Mark. Like, because myself and Ty have got um, fair tentacles that reach out to a lot of players that have been around that, you know, either um, I've had a coach in the Q Cup or Ty's coach in the country. Um, we've got a lot of West Mickey juniors, Arana juniors and West juniors that have come through the system, which is really good. And they're the guys that will progress on the Q Cup. 
Then we've got the Jai Ballingers, the Leon Panapas, the Eddie Tortales, who have you know, all played 100-plus Queensland Cup games, um, who you know, want to run around with their mates and, and have a good time at the back end of their career. And they're so good for these young blokes who want to be Queensland Cup players. And what's the difference for you between coaching at the Q Cup level and coaching at the BRL level? Is there any difference? Yeah, there is a difference. I mean, you know, the Host Plus Cup organisations are so professional and so well run. And, you know, they, they're they training work ethics four days a week compared to ours at three. So, you know, you, do, you do, don't get as much time with the players, but you do get some really raw talents come through the system. And I'm sure that, you know, I, I think probably five or six of ours will go on to, you know, Q Cup systems next year. Um, they're really good young players, so it's really good to see that development. And the relationship with Ty, father and son, is that uh, an advantage at times or a disadvantage? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, look, to be honest, it's been fantastic, Mark. When, when we first talked about it, um, we both sort of have our own traits and we, we want to do things differently, but we've come together so well. And um, he does our attack and I do our defence and we don't cross each other's lanes. We, we, we both voice opinions on them, but at the end of the day, we... <laughs> We certainly make sure that when we're doing our vision on the opposition, I'm doing one area, he's doing the other. But it's it's brought us closer as a father and son combination, which I, which I find has been really good. The relationship has built, and um, it's been a great relationship. That, that I, I believe Ty's going to end up a really good, you know, host plus cup coach. And you know, myself, I'm I'm at the back end of that, and I hope he's learned a bit this year because I've learned some of him. Oh, great stuff! Now I I don't know whether I should ask this question because I'm a little bit of a um, superstitious sort of bloke, but Come Sunday, come tomorrow, um, if you are successful uh, as the coach of the West Panthers, where would this rate in your career? Um, if we went undefeated, and, and well, we're going to go undefeated if we win. Yeah. So, um, hypothetically, asking that question is rate very, very highly. Um, you know, I've played some, I've coached three, you know, high plus or IFC grand finals, and I've enjoyed every moment of coaching games against um, hunters and, and, and sides like that. But this would rate really highly, and I mean that you know, specifically, because West is my old club, and yeah. I really enjoy the place. And we've got such a bond with our players. The sad thing is that now all our training is over, we've only got one more game with them, and that's what we've talked about in our, in our meeting today, to be fair. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's wonderful this time of year, and uh, to see the mighty West Panthers in a grand final is terrific. So we wish you the best of luck. Before I let you go, we should ask you also yep. your thoughts on the Host Plus Cup matches this weekend. It's been a cracking year, so close and quite ironic. I spoke to Dave Maiden earlier in the show. We do have our top four teams battling it out this weekend for a place in the grand final. Um, and I, I don't know where you stand, but geez, it's hard to pick uh, this afternoon who's going to win and get through to that grand final. It's amazing the Host Plus Cup competition at the moment, to be honest, Mark. And you guys do a great, uh, a great service to us with, with calling the games, etc. But um, it's been outstanding. It's going to be very tight. Um, the Redcliffe game, Redcliffe have been great all year. They've come home really strong. The Falcons were all club are playing great footy. Their, their performance last week was nothing short of um, exceptional. You know, I'd love to see them win. And then we're, I've got our feeder club north, so we're all torn uh, at the moment. So. Look, it's going to be two really, really good games of footy, and um, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day you're going to get a great grand final. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't split them because Burley has been terrific for most of the year, they but have. but they've had injuries at the wrong time, mate. It's you know luck plays a role, doesn't it? No matter how good you are, you'd rather you know you'd rather have your injuries in the first month than the last month, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd you'd rather lose the last, the, the first four and, and and then come in strong at the back end of the year and have some real 
some real momentum and some confidence going into games. But certainly we've got two really good halves in uh, in Rogers and Hamilton. Mm. Um, they're both really good players, and I'm, I'm sure if they can if they can get off the back of that forward pack, um, they can certainly cause some damage. And Craig, um, North is not the same. Yeah, Craig, from a coaching perspective, with the Sunny Coast Falcons last week. Down 24-0, and that try just before halftime, I think, is always critical, sort of a change of mindset there. But is that – and to be able to come back and win, um, as a coach, a week, you know, two weeks out from a grand final, a week into a preliminary final, is that good fodder for you f- to highlight to the players? Um, hey, boys, uh, we're going to lift our game here because we're beaten the week before uh, by Redcliffe. We were lucky to get over Tweed. If you play like that again at this time of year, you're done and dusted. Is that a good opportunity for a coach? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's really good ammunition. And, and Brad Henderson's a very good footy coach. He's been around a lot of systems. So he would have worked really hard on the uh, psychological part of the game this week, I would presume, because from a physical perspective, they're in good form. You know, um, They're nice and fit and they're healthy and they're, you know, they're playing really strong footy. But it's all to do with their psychological part. Um, you don't get lucky three times in a row, Mark. Um, and, and and that's where Brad will be at, I would suggest. Yeah, and they take on a, a side that um, has had highs and lows. They lost their coach, of course, Rowan Smith, the Norse Devils, and they hit a bit of a slump um, to, to readjust to the new coaching structure. And they are now finding form at the right time of the year. It's going to be a cracking afternoon as it will be a cracking day tomorrow at Cougar Eye where the Brisbane Rugby League Grand Final sees the West Panthers take on Winner Manly Juniors. Craig Ingebrigtsen, thank you so much for your time, mate. All the very best tomorrow as a, as a former Panthers coach myself. Even though it was only one year at under-16s, we did win the competition, so I'll hang my hat on that. Um, I'll, be watching in, I'll be watching intently and uh, hope you can uh, win another premiership for the mighty Panthers, mate. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Mark. You're a legend. Bye, mate. Good on you, mate. There he is, Craig Ingebrigtsen, who is the coach of the West Panthers, uh, taking their part tomorrow in the Brisbane Rugby League Grand Final. We will take a break here on the Host Plus Cup Show. Other side of the break, we'll come back and wrap up the program, look at uh, what is happening all around the state, and look at the Host Plus Cup Team of the Week. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Yeah, this afternoon from three, make sure you join myself and Ryan Hansen for the call of the Host Plus Cup preliminary final between Redcliffe and Burley. The winner of that will play either Norths or the Sunny Coast. By the time we go to air, or it'll be nearing full-time, or may have just gone full-time in the match at Bishop Park between the Devils and the Falcons. So uh, Burley and Redcliffe will know who they will be playing in the grand final. Three o'clock on air. Kickoff is at 10 past three. So look forward to your company this afternoon. Let's have a look at the finals team of the week. Uh, the finals of week two, the team of the week. We're down to four teams playing last weekend. And Tain Tuapiki from the Burley Bears was the fullback of uh, the team. He had an outstanding game against the Capras. 254 run metres, 103 kick run return metres, had three line breaks, a line break assist, two try assists and eight tackle breaks. So an outstanding game from Tay into a picky of Burley. On the wings, Alafiana Khan Pereira of Burley. What a game he had as well. He got a hat-trick, 296 run metres, a couple of line breaks, four tackle breaks. He was a Hastings Daring player of the match, and he has been named captain in the team of the week for week two of the finals. The other winger, from the Central Queensland Capras, Brandon Roberts from the beaten team um, in that 32-16 to 16 loss. Uh, two of the three tries of the Capras were scored by Brandon. 93 run metres, two line break assists, seven tackle breaks 
and 11 tackles for a winger. So that is the other winger. Our centres from the Sunshine Coast Falcons, Grant Anderson. Um, he was outstanding, 160 run metres, 74 of those post-contact, one line break assist, two tackle breaks, and 11 tackles. Uh, the other centre from the Burley Bears, Essen Masters, who of course is from the Gold Coast Titans, 170 run metres, 65 of those post-contact, a line break assist, a try assist, a tackle break, and eight tackles. The halves, Josh Rogers from Burley, a try, four from six, 92 metres with the ball, one line break, one line break assist and four tackle breaks. And the halfback, Toby Sexton from Tweed, uh, he was terrific, particularly in the first half for the Tweed Seagulls. A try, 165 run metres, a tackle break, 16 tackles and 470 kick metres. Now to the uh, forwards, the front row. What about the first half? Um, and I was surprised that he was taken off, Ben. I know he was getting tired, but he spent a lot of time on the bench. Sam Lasone, uh from Tweed. He was extraordinary. He only had 42 minutes on the field, though. Um, 148 metres, two line breaks, six tackle breaks and 16 tackles. Sam Lasone, who uh, was outstanding in a end up being a beaten side. Uh, this man has been in the team of the week plenty of times too. Tyler Zepanowski from the Capras. Uh, he had 53 minutes on the field, 147 run metres, 50 of those post-contact, by the way. Three tackle breaks, 35 tackles. He is the other front rower. The hooker from the Sunshine Coast Falcons, Tyson Smoothie. Uh, four from four, including the winning penalty from right in front. 88 run metres, a try assist, a line break assist, 52 tackles and two tackle breaks for Tyson Smoothie. Now the back row is Jack Gibbons from the Sunshine Coast Falcons. He is one, 61 run metres, a line break, a line break assist, two tackle breaks and 29 tackles. And Hayden Schwash from the Burley Bears. He was uh, terrific for the Bears in their win over the Capras. A try, 116 run metres, a line break, two tackle breaks and 31 tackles. The lock forward, Sam Costa from the Burley Bears, only on the field for 66 minutes, but managed 91 run metres, a tackle break and 36 tackles. Uh, the bench for the team of the week, Tepai Maroa from the Sunshine Coast Falcons. He was damaging when he was on there. JJ Collins from the Tweed Seagulls. Charlie Murray also from Tweed. Um, and Cooper Johns from the Sunshine Coast Falcons. Cooper, um, 119 run metres, a line break assist, one try assist, three tackle breaks, 18 tackles and 243 kick metres. So there is your team of the week from week two of the finals. Now having a look around the state, as many as we can get through in um, our wrap of what's been happening in rugby league around Queensland. Of course, the Brisbane Rugby League A-grade grand final tomorrow, as we've spoken there with Craig Ingebrigtsen. Wynnum Juniors take on West Brisbane. Wynnum got there by beating Balimba Bulldogs 38-20 in last week's final. Wynnum finished third on the table with uh, 11 wins and seven losses. Uh, Belimbra had only had the three losses throughout the year, two of those, of course, to the West Brisbane Panthers. And they got beaten by Wynnum, who will take on West Brisbane uh, this weekend, or tomorrow, I should say, in the grand final. Now, on the Gold Coast, the Burley Bears defeated Tugan 18 points to 16 in week three of the final. So Burley go through to the grand final to take on South, uh, Southport Tigers in the grand final. In Toowoomba, the Gatton Hawks, 42, defeated the Highfield Eagles, 38, in week three of the finals. Uh, in the uh, women's premiership, Newtown, 22, defeated the Gundawindi Boers, 18. In On the Sunshine Coast, in the grand final, the Maroochydore Swans, 26, defeated the BOR Bulldogs, 16. Maroochydore were minor premiers. 
and then ran out with the major premiership as well. In the women's grand final, it was Caloundra, the minor premiers, defeating Kawana, the runners-up, by 20 points to 16. So the minor premiership and the premiership for Caloundra in the women's competition on the Sunshine Coast. In the grand final in the South Burnett, Mergen Mustangs, 36, defeated the Nanango Stags, 10. Now, both teams finished on top of the table with 14, but Nanango had the better for and against to give them the minor premiership. But Mergen able to turn the tables there, 36 points to 10 winners over Nanango to win the grand final in the South Burnet. In the North region, second week of the uh, finals there, Ivanhoe Knights, 36, defeated Innisfail, 26, and the Mossman Sharks, 58, defeated the Cairns Brothers, 16. In Townsville, the grand final, Herbert Rivers... Grand fi- uh, defeated the uh, Townsville Brothers 24 points to 14 in the grand final in Townsville. In the women's, it was the Western Lions defeating Central Tigers 14 points to 10. The Lions finished runner-up behind the Burdekin Roosters, who um, were clear minor premiers on 30, but the grand final won by Western Lions over Centrals uh, by 14 points to 10. And as we brought you some results earlier in Mackay, uh, West Tigers defeated Mackay 40 points to 24. But those grand finals... Um, over in some of the areas, but we've got the big uh, Brisbane Rugby League Grand Final, the BRL A grade, the Gold Coast is still to come as well. And don't forget this afternoon from 3 o'clock, we'll be heading to Dolphin Stadium, Morton Daly Stadium for a call, myself and, and Ryan, of what should be a cracking game between Redcliffe and Burley. The winner will take on the winner of North's and the Sunshine Coast, which will be played at 1 o'clock, five minutes past one at Bishop Park. So you can, if you try... You can get to see both games. Leave one and head up the gateway to the other to try and get to Redcliffe to to see that uh, second match this afternoon. That's all we have time for on the Host Plus Cup show. I've got to get to Redcliffe myself, so I thought I would leave you. I can be a little bit self-indulgent with the theme song from the West Panthers. Go the Panthers tomorrow. Enjoy the footy this afternoon. West Panthers Come on and see. Come on and see. They're the best that's ever been. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.